The one thing I learned from the Super Bowl is that someone out there is making Thermaflu or Theraflu, have you pronounce it, K-Pods for coffee machines. That sounds horrific. Yes, That's it does. kind of fucking brilliant, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could, uh, because... Yeah, that's that's the thing that yeah you pour it into hot water usually, right? Like Theraflu, yeah, it's like comes in pouches and stuff, and you yeah. pour it into hot water and you drink it. Well, I, I guess that makes sense. I, I my immediate reaction was, what's it like being the poor asshole that makes coffee after that person? Ooh, <laughs> because yeah, don't those things have a self cleaning thing? No, 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 no. Not even you gotta buy a fancy one then. Buy the fancy you, one that does self cleaning, you fuckos. Come on, that's disgusting. They don't, I don't think any of them do self cleaning. No. I think it's all you have to go in there and like wash all the hope, they, like all the tubing and everything that yourself. Like they have a clean you know, cycle technically, but they don't have yes. a self cleaning after fact. Yeah, and so you're just gonna have slightly fair food tinged coffee for a good while. Is you know that's doesn't it have like menthol and some stuff like I, that in it? This was a weird advertisement for me because I went from never having heard of Theraflu before in my entire life to going, oh god, they found a way to make K-Pods worse for everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... Because, yeah, they have stuff in them that I feel like not a good addition to coffee. Not a good like, addition to anything. The amount of I just time think if I you... spent researching Theraflu after this ad I saw, I'm like, what is this shit? Why does it have a K-Pod? And walked away going, uh, we've gone too far with technology. Back to rocks, people. Back to rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it makes sense in a certain way, but I would also hate to be the, the guy who accidentally puts in yeah. a Theraflu-in thing. You know, because it's, it's in the morning. You're, you're going to be drinking coffee a lot in the morning. My eyes are usually only half open if, uh, in when I wake up. And so I'm not looking at anything very carefully. I would definitely, definitely be one of the ones that accidentally grab the the K pod of of Theraflu yep. and then drink it and be like, oh, oh, oh. Well, so let me plant a worse one in your brain for this one. So some K pod systems have a like latte thing where you put one K pod in and then mm. a second one. Oh. Imagine thinking you're making something. And then it like latte foams the Theraflu into your coffee, <laughs> uh, like uh, or, or the Theraflu one is the one on top. That yeah, they that, that's foam what up. I'm saying. Like it's oh. the foam milk on top of your coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it well, at least it'll be good for the flu if you had it. <laughs> I don't know. These <laughs> uh, the things I think about constantly. Or, you know, think of that you know, on top of hot chocolate as yeah. well. I know there's hot yeah. chocolate pods. Uh, yeah. It's it's really a nightmare nightmare world, isn't it? Yeah. We're in the, we're in the worst reality. Hello and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast. Oh gosh, what episode are we now? It's been so many. 141. Yes. Welcome. And you know what? I'm going to start off right at the bat angry. I'm upset. You know okay. why I'm upset? Because last week, February 4th, I woke up to a great 
beautiful. Wait, 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 wait. Not to not to negate your anger on this. We have a way of doing things on this podcast. No, 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 before no. Before we I'm get mad. angry. I am mad. You have to I've do the intros this. of who's oh. on this podcast then as part of this angry bit. Alright, fine. You know who's on this podcast? Alex, <laughs> aka Mave Online. We've got Henry, aka Nomad Har. And then we have Mordak, aka Charlie. And now that was an angry intro. Welcome to the podcast. Okay. Now we can talk about how angry I am because I had a pleasant Monday and then somebody had to fucking shit on my Cheerio. Why'd you do that, Henry? <laughs> Oh no, no! Henry is an innocent man. He's he's a good man. He's an innocent man. The man up for trial right now is Mordak. Why'd you do that, AKA Jeff? Charlie? No, no! You leave Jeff alone. He's in the shadow realm doing no, his no, thing right no, now. I'll probably have this one actually. No, no. So I wake up February. No, it was actually Tuesday, February fifth. It's a nice, wonderful day snowed out i got to go into work late because of snow conditions and the roads and stuff like that man it's a good time it's a good day and i sent a picture because i'm so excited i've never lived in an area where i have snowfall or you know wake up to snow outside my yard without having to drive out somewhere so this was nice and i'm having fun i I even stood outside felt the, the snow fall on my face walked around stepped in some snow even though it wasn't on my path made a snowball. It was a good time. And I sent pictures to the guys like, hey, I got some snow going. It's pretty nice. I thought I'd share this magical experience with you all. And then motherfucking gatekeeping Charlie is like, let me know when you've gotten this much snow. And then sends me a picture of, I don't know what it was. But it was just my parents' house under one snowstorm that happened across 12 hours. Yeah. So he was just like, let me know when you've actually snowed like a man, bro. And sends me this picture. And I'm like, let me enjoy my fucking snow, man. Never. No, you're not going to cake keep this for me. Screw you, a you, dusting. man. A Whatever. dusting. Whatever. It was icy and dangerous out to drive, okay? And you know what? I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I can't believe my cohort on this podcast would be like, let me know when you snow like a man, bro. It's like you don't even know Ugh. me at all. I'm so salty. You leave my goddamn lack of snow alone, okay? The picture was so quaint. It was. So innocent, so wrong about snow. (laughs) It was nice. Charlie did the equivalent of showing up and just smacking a present out of a kid's hands and being like, Santa's not real, kid, grow the fuck up. Jewish, so I've done that. Smoking a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'm not. So I would assume I'm the kid you're smacking the toy out of. Yeah. 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 So clearly this is where we're at. They have a chance to respond. I no, I didn't respond. No, no, I may, may, like, may I respond to these accusations against me? No. No. Well, I've <laughs> got to anyway, Win. Because guilty. it's real fucking adorable you had to go into alert work late for that pathetic amount of snow. You know what we call that amount of snow where I grew up? Nothing. Screw you, old man. Even though you're younger than me. That's all I gotta say. In in response, I say, screw you, old man. Well, congr- I enjoyed my snow. Well, congratulations on experiencing weather for the first time. It actually was really nice. It, it, was, cool. it's, it, it is really nifty, dude. Like, I, I, I was actually walking around in a really good fucking mood all day that day. Just because it was like, there was snow out. All my coworkers were like, how are you digging? I'm like, oh, I fucking love it. 
Joke aside, how and... fast did it melt? Um, it actually, um, for it's been around for a few days. Um, because it's just cold enough that the snow kind of stays and lingers a yeah. little bit, but not like warm enough that it can melt fast. Like sure. right now. So, well, I guess are we going into weeks? Because I kind of start. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? This. this is a good yeah. transition to any. Okay. Yeah. So. This past week, everyone's been fucking amping up because, like, oh, the weather looks like it's going to be really bad this weekend. We've got Snowpocalypse 2019 coming to Portland. And let's be honest, even a lot of the Portland regulars or, or you know, Portland natives are like, yeah, no, this sounds pretty fucking exaggerated. But if it does snow any, any heavier than, like, Monday, everything's just going to shut down because nobody gives a shit. Like, they're just like, nah, we'll stay home. Well, so, I, I, again, to be that guy on this topic, just some to give you some Eastern flavor on this one. What is snowpocalypse defined as in Portland? How much snow are we talking? Uh, anywhere from like maybe 14 to 16 inches of snow. Okay, that's actually a real amount of snow. And so the last time I used snowpocalypse in a serious sense, I lived in Pittsburgh, and we got four feet of snow in a night. Ooh. And Pittsburgh is not designed to handle that much snow. Yeah. But well, my enjoyment then was watching my Texan classmates lose their fucking minds. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, yeah, Texas. So yeah. the other, yeah, that's, that's, we, well, we had kind of an LA experience a little bit with that because, um, so, <laughs> so I, I don't know if I had mentioned, but Mandy got an, uh, another car recently so yeah. she can actually get to work now. Um, her car was not getting traction at some point at, a, at an intersection and could not move because Ooh. there was so much ice on the road. So she got stuck for a while. Luckily she didn't get into an accident, but she could not get traction to move so she ended up getting pulled over luckily there are people driving around in trucks who were like helping people off wherever they were stuck so they could get traction and get on the road but so was it actually a lack of traction or a lack of experience driving in weather no it was it was it was a traction issue because okay. even if like she stopped completely and then started to try to go again slowly okay. she couldn't get any grip to go there are techniques to mitigate that so i yeah we'll, we'll talk later kitty yeah. li kitty litter being one I just meant driving techniques. Those ways of doing things with your tires that make that easier. Oh yeah, 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 that too. Yeah, but I mean, it's also to be like that's also you know part of that is an experience of driving yes. on the road, I... like that. So, uh, but luckily there were there was apparently there were people who drive around and, and help people who are stuck, which is kind of cool. And then like I got a text from my coworker who was like, "Yep, I spun out on the highway, so I'm gonna be late for a while," and stuff like that. But the thing I guess with like. I mean, not the thing I've heard compared to other snow, like in the east, like east coast and all that stuff, is that like Portland gets a very wet snow, yeah, very sloshy, wet roads, and I think that's part of the big issue. I don't know what the snow is like on the east coast when we it comes get to, like, all driving. types of snow. Uh, you're, you're describing what? Wow. So getting some proper snow technicalities. I think what you were describing is technically sleet, which yeah. is nasty, and sleet fucking sucks. Because mm -hmm. sleet is both mush and ice simultaneously when it hits the ground. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what seems to build up in the morning. Yeah, and that's the reason we have a lot of issues with driving out here. Uh, I uh, luckily was able to make the work okay, but like I said, it was nice getting those two hours late coming to work, and we it's we get paid for them because it's inclement weather. Yeah. So government jobs, woo! But um, yeah, so. It it was it was it was nice. Like I gotta say, it was it was really enjoyable. And so they were talking about there's a big snowpocalypse coming up real soon. 
which is supposed to be this weekend, and it's fucking sunny outside, and I'm really fucking salty because I was expecting snow because that means I get to go to work late on Monday and Tuesday. But no, it looks like it's going to be nice and fucking dry and oh, somewhat so, sunny. Right. You've lived in L.A. your entire life. You're not familiar with the fact that weathermen are full of bullshit. Yeah. No, no weatherman getting... is ever correct. Like, yeah. I, I, like... I don't know if I've ever told the story on the podcast. One of the towns I lived in growing up, uh, growing up, the weathermen went out of town for a week. And as a joke, they aimed a camera just out a window at the parking lot. It would snap to that for news uh, for weather updates. That was the happiest that town was with their fucking weather coverage. <laughs> like when the guy came back, was like, hey, I'm back. We all were like, bring back the camera aimed at the parking lot. He was accurate. Yeah. We believed him. Yeah, it? no, they, they've been exaggerating it big up here. Yeah. I, so, like, I went to go to the grocery store, and... Yeah, oh, did you get to busy. see your first apocalyptic clear-out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah! Some of the veggie stuff was cleared out. There's a big running gag right now on the Portland subreddit that the kale's fucking sold out. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Like, stuff like that, but... So, in places that aren't Portland, things like toilet paper and beans vanish off the shelves because that's what survivalists need apparently yep <laughs> i just buy a sack of potatoes you get way more nutrients out of potatoes you have to cook them but, then yeah yeah let's just say that like all right so where i'm from if it gets too cold and the ice is sitting on like the on the wires and like on the transformers we just lose power and at one one point when i was when I was living there, it was out for, like, a couple of weeks. And so, you figure out pretty quickly either how to not cook and make a lot of meals, or to use a fireplace to do your cooking. We did a mixture of both. Hmm. So, yeah, uh, so that was the thing. We were buying, definitely, like, before it happened, we were already stocking up on canned foods, fortunately, and on certain things that would that could conceivably be cooked on a fireplace without much trouble. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. The the the, uh, the quote-unquote snowpocalypse is apparently here, and it is absolutely disappointing. Snowpocalypse but, Portland 2019. Not yeah. as promised. Yeah, no, it was, it was absolute garbage. So I've been laughing at the subreddit posts about people like, they're out of kale. What am I going to do? And like, there's been sightings of bushlings of kale over at the Winco up in uh, Northeast Portland or something. Like, it's just it's this whole thing. But either way, though, I mean, the, the snow is a welcome change. I, it's nice to actually got to experience some snow this winter here before it was yeah. gone. So. I've, I've told you Jen's first encounter with snow, right? No, I, I think you mentioned it briefly, but I don't remember. If you can refresh oh, my memory so on it. Her first encounter, so we're in a parking lot outside a restaurant. It starts to snow, and we're back east visiting my folks. And it's this beautiful moment of zero to 100 of the realization of snow. She's like, oh, my God, it's snowing. Gets hit right in the eye by a giant wet snowflake and goes, oh, God, TV lied to me about snow. <laughs> I think you did mention that last last podcast. Possibly, actually. yeah. yeah. I, I, have, I have no clue. I remember that, I remember that story, so. I've told the same story two weeks in a row. <laughs> Damn it. Been up to anything else, Alex? Uh, yeah. So, let's see. I got my gatekeeping rant out of the way. Sure. 
I talked about Snowpocalypse, which sure. is a disappointment. Um, yeah, I'll do the last non-video game related thing, and then I'll actually get into some video games. Because guess what? I played something besides World of Warcraft this week, which is really nice. Good for you. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm slowly trying to wean myself away from coffee and energy drinks, and I'm switching over to teas, and I had no idea how nice tea is. Yeah. Yeah. Tea's, tea's I, lovely. I, okay. Like, I've always been like, eh, tea, whatever. I'll just enjoy some good old-fashioned coffee. Also, I'm going to enjoy this good old-fashioned beer. You know what? I realized I like wine, and I like tea. And I don't know why I kept myself in this situation. Well, because wine is for garbage people in the French, but... Kidding, it's uh, fine. Yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's, it's okay. But, like, even though I don't drink it that often, I can, I can learn to enjoy it more. Um, martinis I, is something I don't know if I can ever get used to. But. I, yeah, I... I'm a martini fan myself. I also drink Vespers, which is the James Bond variation on it. Which is pretty nice, but oh, with the exception of tiki drinks, anything that requires more than three steps, I'm typically not a fan of. Mm. I'm and but on teas, I'm actually drinking tea right now. I'm drinking a nice uh, Earl Grey tea, Earl Grey hot. Yes, I bought some Earl Grey because apparently it has a high caffeine count, which is what I was yes. looking for. It's and... a black, it's a black tea, so it has has a little more caffeine. Yeah, teas break down basically into black tea, red tea, green tea, white tea, and herbal. There's some other stuff within there, but that's kind of the major categories. Yeah. Uh, red teas are caffeine-free. White teas have a bit of caffeine, but they're the weakest. Uh, black teas are the strongest across <coughs> across the board, except for like some oolongs out there that are technically green teas, but not. And green teas are kind of just green tea. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just uh, I I can't believe I deprived myself so long for uh, to enjoy teas. But if you're I'm looking also... for a good tea vendor, uh, the Republic of Tea makes some real fine teas. Ooh, I may have to check them out. I I use something called Adagio Teas uh, online, and that allows you to make your own blends. Yeah. which is super cool. And so I, I, I do that. Do not care enough. I, I've tried Adagio. I do not know enough about what I like in a tea to successfully make that. I've, I I have a couple of my own blends that I've even made on there, but yeah, that I've actually sold a little bit. But uh, yeah, you yeah. you get you get points on on Adagio if people actually buy your tea mixes cool. or your your tea creations. So it's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, teas teas. <laughs> yeah, uh, send me that link. I'm intrigued to try that. Figure out if you like English breakfast or Irish breakfast early on. That'll help you in the future. There's a difference. Okay. Oh yeah. Irish breakfast for the win. Are you uh, English breakfast, Henry? Um, I, I I don't know. I I'm not sure which one I prefer. I've had both a good bit of both, so I'm not I'm not actually positive. I was kind of hoping for a rivalry between the two breakfasts, so I could be the tiebreaker at some point. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I generally i I tend towards Earl Grey because I like the citrus notes on it because of the bergamot. But I, I also will drink a good green. Yeah, but that's well, the thing. There's there's also, like, if you're really getting into it, like, different temperatures to, that different teas are best <clears> in. Oh, you can go Not full a, hipster on tea, yeah. Yeah, uh, and and I kind of do. At, uh, at least I do when it comes to how long it should steep in there. Because, for instance, if you let green tea just sit in there forever, it just gets bitter and nasty. But if you take it out before, like, three or four minutes... It actually has a nice sweet note to it instead of being bitter. 
yeah i've been trying to be good about that too so i i'm i'm working my way through it but i'll definitely check these out i'm i'm like i said I, i'm surprised that i gate kept tea as long as i did when you myself. get yourself a tea a timer then we'll talk again see i ah. used to not like i used to think i didn't like tea mainly because i grew up i grew up in the midwest grew up in oklahoma and all they have is sweet tea and i thought that just tasted like sweet dirty water garbage dirty water with yeah. sugar so i thought i thought i didn't like tea until i tried tea on my own i was like huh this is actually nice and nothing like the garbage sweet tea that that all that's all they serve in oklahoma sweet tea is the garbiest garbage of teas known to man uh, <laughs> it really is just dirty leaf water i mean I, I i i like my leaf water but that leaf water is awful well it's mostly sugar with a slight sprinkling of leaf water too yeah 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 just just say no to sweet tea yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I will, I will report back on my tea findings for cool. the future, but yeah, it's something I've kind of enjoyed mainly because I, I want to start doing bulletproof coffee again mm. and I, I'm just not digging coffee right now. So That's I figured I, there's coffee. a variation butter with butter, right? Yeah. Butter, heavy cream, uh, was it butter, heavy cream and what else do I put in there? coconut oil. Huh? So. It, yeah, it's, it's mainly it's, for for because like, I'm trying to start kick back up into keto, so it's it basically an ideal breakfast to have is a good way to start your morning with yeah. bulletproof coffee. Huh. So keto. yeah, it's a keto thing. I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know somebody who's who's been doing the keto thing for a, a good while now under the order, uh, like under the supervision of a doctor, of course, which you should be so that he can make sure that his cholesterol levels are still nice and low, and they have been. Yeah, that's that's the trouble you can run into with keto. If you do it wrong, you'll just end up with a bl blocked arteries. <laughs> yeah. No, my my doctor's a big keto yeah. person, so they they're yeah. pretty good about that. Yeah. That's so, so that's so yeah so yeah that's a warning. Don't do keto unless you actually have a doctor to tell you to do how to do it right, and that's making sure that all your levels and stuff are good. And so. drink lots of fucking water. Oh yeah. 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 But um yeah so I I'm doing that and uh the bulletproof is is pretty pretty handy but apparently there's a variation of that where you can do bulletproof tea which is the only reason I even started looking at teas in the first place hmm. and bulletproof tea is so much fucking better. Mm. So I have anyway, not tried that. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I do it with some green tea and it works nicely. Mm. So but um this is a video game podcast and I do yes. have some video game related stuff I did this. Vigima games. Vigima games. So I didn't realize it, but I was—I'm actually part of the Division Two Private Beta. Yeah, I had to tell you you were part of it because I tried to invite yeah. you to it. <laughs> so, so you know why I—I—I I, I didn't know because it was routing to an email address I wasn't checking. Oh. Mm. So I, I updated my Ubisoft account to use one primary email address I use now for my stuff. So, mm. uh, now I actually saw it. And I'm like, oh well, shit. And I think we can talk about it right now, right? Yes, Tell we me? can. We super can. So I am really digging Division Two. I yeah. know I asked you briefly on it, and I, I jumped into it. I don't know if it's because they have a whole thing with AMD because I have an AMD card now, but that game runs so smoothly yeah, and so nicely I, on the computer. I was impressed. It ran pretty good on my shitty laptop. Yeah, it ran really good. It, it, I mean, it still feels like the old combat from before, but it just it feels. Uh, nice. it's so maybe you've played that game more recently than I have. Like I tapped out before they started quote 
fixing the combat in that game, and mm-hmm. the combat in Division 2 is basically where I thought the combat for Division 2, for the Division should have been, actually. Like, it's... Things aren't as bullet spongy as they used to be. At least visually, they make sense if they're bullet spongy because they're wearing like a lot of armor. Yes, absolutely. Okay. There, there's no longer fucking gangbangers running around like hoodies and uh, bandanas on their faces, like just taking shotgun rounds to the chest. Well, to be fair, it. Charlie, the, those those high enemy or those high soak damage enemies in the first one were all on bath salt, I, which is why they could last as long. Whatever. As they could. I, th- there was. <laughs> There was way too many enemies in that game that I had to kill via the clip, not the bullet. Yeah. yeah no, I, there were, it was bad. Like, I think it was it, uh, there were bosses in that game. You literally ran out of ammo. Yeah. I, it's, th- there was, towards the end of that game, a boss fight that I was doing solo for God knows what reason, but I realized I was going to have to snipe it because. I was out of ammo for everything else and just I couldn't do the amount of damage I needed to get it done with anything else. Like, it's the, man, I don't use this gun ever, but I have it for this exact reason. Let's post up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 it feels of it really play? good. Huh? Uh, I did the intro part and maybe, like, the first mission and some side mission stuff, but, like, I'm working my way through it because I think you can go up to level 7 right now in the beta yeah. and do some of the PvP and the Dark Zone stuff, but even the map layout looks better. It's not as crazy convoluted as the first one was. Um, there's some convoluted. You haven't found a sewer system yet, have you? No, not yet. Yeah, I got down the sewers. And I'm like, yeah, this is the division. Okay. And, and my issue with the division never was map layout. It was it literally was the combat in that game was bad. Yeah. Oh, have you tried parkour mode yet? Uh, no, I didn't even know there was a parkour uh, mode. So yet. under kind of the interface options, there's something called parkour mode, which. All that does is if you're running towards an object, you can vault. You automatically vault it. Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. It's a. It, there are some settings in that game that fundamentally make that game better, and I'm not sure whether or not on by default. Like parkour mode should be on by default. Uh, don't exit cover without pressing uh, a button should be on by default. Just press direction to round corners. I think is on by default, but if it's not, it should be. There, there are so many interface options in that game that that's- I get why they're not on but man you can fix almost every issue i have with that game in the interface options that's actually really cool i mean that's that's uncommon to have that many sort of uh, interface options that really directly affect gameplay yeah. that's 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 interesting i actually. it's parkour mode makes that game better i think hmm. like yeah yeah i i i've had a couple issues like there was a gunfight i got into that i thought i I, I do not know why that game does not have a crouch button. I, I genuinely do not know why there's no crouch button. Like, it's the, not to invoke a cursed franchise, but Army of Two, to this day, I still think does almost the best tactical cover shooting I've ever played in a game like that. Because you could crouch and then kind of sidle into cover and then you'd stick to it. Not, either you were in cover or you weren't. Hmm. And this game feels like it really should have that functionality because... It's still not great moving from cover to cover, and it, it, it's real minor. Like it's the, I, I bought this game because of the closed beta. Mm. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really fucking impressive how much of a change they've made. I, it's I always liked the division, but also like I hit the end of that game before they fixed any of it, and I wasn't a huge fan of the Dark Zone. So 
this game is definitely the sequel to a game that had potential and they fixed it eventually, but I never checked it out after that point. Like, this is a cool game. It, the Division 2 seems cool. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of digging the Division a little bit more than Anthem at the moment. Just, I mean, Anthem's not out, but yeah. Um, I have my worries about Anthem at the moment, which is our whole separate thing, but yes. I'll see how that goes. I do too, and then I so. I was riding super high on the division, then I made the mistake of going to the division subreddit, and apparently, like, I never touched it. I guess there are high-end missions in the beta that I didn't bother touching because I was kind of having fun strolling around, checking out the mechanics and stuff. Mm -hmm. Apparently, the issue with the high-end missions is the issue they used to have, which was it's fucking grenade spam and, like, just explosions everywhere, and they don't know where... It's like, oh, yeah, that was a real big problem in Division 1 towards the end. Oh, they didn't fix that, huh? Like, everyone was complaining about how that was back, and it was the, oh, no, that was a real big problem in this game. And to be fair, I encountered that once. I fought a boss who had a grenade launcher, and that shit seemed broken. Like, just grenade spam up the wazoo. It was not fun, and it was a bizarre difficulty spike. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm curious to see what um, it looks like down the line, but right now, like, I, I, I'm excited for some of these releases. Yeah, I, I, I was expecting to give The Division a pass, and as I said, I, I pre-ordered The Division, because I'm like, no, this is something I might check out, actually, or something I will check out. Hmm. It seems so, cool. I'm, uh, I, I'm interested, we'll see how it goes, but I definitely, um, we'll see. But yeah, speaking of which, uh, new games, and even though it's you know anthem esque related, because it's owned by EA, Apex Legends uh is oddly fun. It's like a weird mix of like Overwatch with Battle Royale, and it's yeah kind of enjoyable. I actually will say I I I dig it. It's squad based, right? Three person, yes. yeah. Three person yeah. squad. You can't go solo. It's only three uh, teams of three, so it 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 feels pretty good. What did you play it on? Uh, PC. Okay, I played it on PS4. Yeah, I don't. I haven't done it on console yet. I don't know if I, I have it heard too, it's. But... A, a, I'll let you speak because I got some things about that game. Um, so it. I mean, it plays nicely. I still have to toggle some of the control stuff right now with like, I want my right click to be held hold instead of like toggle for the sure you know, insight stuff. But even though I have the settings set to it, it's not holding it for some reason. Huh. So I don't. I don't know if it's just early issues, but. Um, no, I'm, I'm really, like, I enjoyed a few games that I did. It was, they were pretty fun. So, I, I'm interested to try it out more, and it'd be nice to have actually something that's not Overwatch at the moment. Yeah. Just because I've kind of, I'm kind of burned out on that, and I think most people in general are burned out on Overwatch, so. Yeah, I, this is the first Battle Royale game I've actually liked. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I had fun playing it, I got, um... I I won my third game though too. Hmm. Oh, nice! Yeah, like I I have I I've come in my my squad has come in first a couple times now. It's been nothing but randos, so the rando system is fine. It's yeah, the communication system on console is really solid. I it's I dug it. I wish there was more Titanfall in there, and they've said like, hey, we might add more Titanfall shit in there. Like I, it's. I don't even want Titans. I want the traversal stuff from Titanfall. Like it's it's weirdly it's weird playing a Titanfall game and obviously a Titanfall game that doesn't have wall running. 
<laughs> and I, I know it's not fair, but it takes place in the Titanfall universe. I love the Titanfall universe. Fucking Titanfall 2 is a criminally underappreciated game amongst like to an obscene degree, both in multiplayer and single player. I, I, I wish they had more of the awesome traversal stuff from Titanfall in this game because like I had fun playing this. If it had the wall runs, if it had the kind of ridiculous acrobatic shit you could do, I would not stop playing this game. Hmm. Yeah, I, it's. I feel bad saying that because it's not doing anything wrong. It's the I got to win. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm good. I'll play a couple more <laughs> matches and. But yeah, I've done the thing you do in Battle Royale games. I'm having fun with this. I got three characters I like playing as, but none of these unlocks seem real cool, and yeah. Like, I came close to winning every single match I played, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I was top 10 at least every time, closer to top 5 every time. And a couple of the, a couple of times we got wiped were just like, yeah, that circle got real small real quick, and we exited out of it with no health. People just mowed us down. It was the yeah, no, that that, that that's fair, but also like that's some bullshit because yeah. we were like down a cliff from where the circle tightened. It's like wow, if we had wall running, we'd be up there right now. Yeah. Oh, you gotta get yourself that pathfinder on your team so you can throw the grappling hook to get you up there. Yeah, I I don't like playing as him. I like playing as the tracker dude or um, God, what's her name? The smoke grenade lady. Oh yeah, Bandalore. Bandalore, like yeah, Bandalore is my favorite. Yeah, I, I like the tracker. Guy. Yeah, he's fun. Although I might start learning the combat medic. I don't like her heels. Well, her heels are kind of meh, but yeah, it it's something when you're in a pinch. Sure. But yeah, Apex Legends pretty freaking fun. Yeah. So I I'm I, I'm I'm digging it. And it was nice to play something that wasn't wow for a little bit. Yeah. No, it's... I, I think Apex may have some real legs. I'll be curious to see how they support it moving forward. Like, And they've been out there saying, like, yeah, we might add, like, depending how this does, we have seasons plans. We might add, like, there's more Titanfall coming, which means, hey, like, if, if you add a hero to that game that even just had the pilot wall running, I'd be stoked because that could be a cool, like, this is what this character does. Like, But also, there might be Titans... I- mm-hmm. Imagine what a battle royale game would be like in giant mechs. Oh yeah, that'd be fucking. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's a cool game. Yeah, that's it for me though. And that's what I played this week too. I, in other video game news, I took the Nintendo survey about their online news or about their online services, and they were not happy with my survey answers. <laughs> really? That they right fly back and be like, "Fuck you." Well, so um. Ever done a survey and you realize you're getting different questions that you'd get if depending on your answers? Mm. Like, ever done a survey where like you dead end real quickly or worse, like you sit, like you find yourself going down an increasing number of paths that are like, okay, but you know you can do this right, and you're like, yeah, I know, I just don't care. When it keeps, when it goes further and further into why, yeah, that's that, yeah, yeah. So I. Like many people, I'm sure I received a question about my satisfaction with the Nintendo Switch's online services, and I have used them. I didn't think they were great, and it, it, very, it, it very much devolved into a survey being like, well, don't you feel you're getting a great deal out of all these Nintendo games? Yeah, sure, but your online connectivity sucks. But the games, but the connectivity! 
which is basically it's a survey that starts arguing with you. Yeah. <laughs> it was very much that. And like it got to the end where it's like it, it basically all but gave me a question of you're being difficult. What could we do to make online better? And I'm like, fucking fix connectivity. Yeah. Your online is bad. Like there's no voice chat through it. Like make it as good as PSN or Xbox Live and we'll talk. But before yeah. then, it's not good. But you have online saves. Yeah, I have to be in Wi-Fi to use that shit. The fact your mobile console does not have data enabled for it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I played Apex Legends in the Division. I I, I made a special note just for you, Alex, because you love your puns. Um, did you know you can steal the um, Declaration of Independence in that game? Wait, <laughs> in what? In the Division 2, you can get to the Declaration of Independence, and I guess you can take it or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, time to name my character Nicholas Cage, I, LOL. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I, I thought you'd enjoy knowing about that, and the other one being, I suspect you didn't find the autologue about um, President Waller. Uh, no, I didn't see that one. So, the uh, in-universe, the Division 2, I guess President Waller was the guy who was president when the, um, when the plague started. He has died from a heart attack or something, and is being replaced by President Menendez. And so, uh, there's a throwaway line about how, like, yeah, I guess maybe the Russians were behind it or something. Game is zero percent political, but yeah, not political at all. Ubisoft has told us this game is zero percent political, but zero percent, guys, I... as in none. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mm -hmm. I had some technical difficulties with the division that, like, I. I know you're harder on Anthem than I am. I had some weird division shit happen that I suspect means I'm a little bit harder on that game than you are, but for the most mm -hmm. part, it was great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I had no issues, really. Like, I enjoyed Anthem when I got to play it. My my issue was the flight controls on PC, yeah. keyboard, and mouse are dog shit, but I guess they're already addressing yeah, that, and I so that was only my real issue. I played both these games with controllers, so like it's I'm consistent yeah. in that. I also actually played the PS4 version and the um, PC version. Both were great. Both were good. Mm. Both played real well. I, it's, that game could be something, I think, in the same way Anthem could be something. I think Destiny's in a weird spot, for me at least, so I'm looking for their loot shooter. Mm -hmm. And both these have legs, hypothetically. Like I, It's really nice to see this game have, just have combat that I don't actively hate. Which I could yeah. not Ooh. say about the Division 1. <laughs> What have you been up to, Henry? I, alright, so I still haven't replaced my graphics card, so I'm still kind of playing games that aren't too intensive, even though one of them I played kind of ended up being so. Alright, so I played Path to Men Menemosine. I, I don't, I can't pronounce it. It, it has a cool mechanic to it, so it's kind of like a, infinite canvas thing you kind of are walking along a path it's all kind of hand-drawn look and so the mechanic is kind of cool but the puzzles are boring they're about the most basic types of puzzles you'd expect to see in any sort of a puzzle game nothing really interesting it's really about the i guess the experience but like i got to a certain point and it's like they have one of those light puzzles where when you click on one it makes it it switches off everything around it, kind of one of those things. I was like, yeah, no, that's just a really dumb puzzle. I don't like those puzzles at all. But the mechanic to it is really cool, and it's kind of it has a nice feel to it. But yeah, it just 
it it's definitely one of those games where it's like there's a great concept here but they kind of spent it all on the concept and on the sort of feel game feel and the environment and not much on the actual gameplay itself so uh, that it's just one of those games me you know i'd say try it take a look at it it may or may not tickle your fancy because i found the puzzles to be just elementary and kind of boring nothing terribly interesting mm-hmm. um I played another game called The Vagrant that I picked up for super cheap. That game was a little more demanding on my processor than I thought it would be. It's it's an Unreal Engine game, and it's not well optimized. And so I found it very quickly getting some lag and slowdown, unless I actually turned down some of the settings. It's a 2D, it's a 2D side-scrolling fighting game. It, it feels a lot like uh, Vanillaware stuff, like Odin Sphere and, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, in a good way. I mean, and actually a little more responsive, I'd say, than than like Odin Sphere and and uh, uh, Mur- uh, Murasame or Muramasa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Muramasa. Yeah, that's the name. Yeah, that's the name of the other game. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I'm actually kind of enjoying it. Has a has some. It's a it has leveling. So it's like it's a 2D side scrolling game where you have levels and you have a skill tree and things like that. So and and there's some things about crafting. There's a thing in there you can get recipes to cook with at campfires. So there's actually a, they threw in a lot of different mechanics to it, and and the storyline seems kind of cool. I mean, essentially you, yeah. So it's it's a I think I I actually kind of like that game. So of the games that I kind of played this week, that was probably the most enjoyable one. I like sky scrolling beat up beat 'em ups anyway. And this one was well. It's it actually works pretty well. I mean, the combos are fun. The moves are fun. It's pretty responsive. It has air combos. I mean, it's 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 pretty cool. But it's definitely very much in the vein of a Odin Sphere or uh, or a, the vanilla just the vanillaware type games in general. But um, yeah, outside of that, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I I I didn't play too much. I played a little bit more of lady killer in a bind because i think that's just a super fun game sure but yeah it's 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 i don't know this it's been interesting without without a good graphics card because it is forcing me to kind of you know maybe play some games or search around for games that i don't often play or maybe i wouldn't otherwise or maybe i just wouldn't necessarily check out i'd just be playing overwatch or you know terra or something like that so i and I definitely enjoy a good indie game. So, I mean, outside of that, didn't really get up to a whole lot here. I mean, not a, not a great deal going on here, really. I mean, so, uh, it's I'm definitely, I mean, we, like, yeah, it's L.A., so I'm, we're not really feeling the inclement weather. It doesn't really hit us, because it's, it's SoCal. It's the- fucking rained like crazy, though, too. Oh yeah, it has rained a good bit, but we need that actually because we've been in a drought for so long. Yes, and but so... also like the the gate on my front door is swelling up in weird ways. Oh Dude. wow! So uh, yeah, I guess I mean I guess not every place in LA is built for drainage. Nowhere in LA is built for drainage. Yeah, that's true. You you would think it would be, uh, but it is. You remember this? This really is desert, especially out here where I live in the valley. It was basically just desert. 
And so I guess there's not the great expectation to get tons of rainfall, especially when it comes all at once, which it kind of did. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's all right when it's spread out over a longer period of time so that, you know, it doesn't just flood the streets. But this, it came in kind of, I mean, I guess for LA, it came fairly heavy rain for, well, short periods of time, I suppose, but it was more on and off. But didn't affect me because I don't drive. Yeah, I just walk yeah. everywhere, so. Oh. Or I take public transportation, of course, but yeah. But yeah, so I mean, my my week, not super interesting. I mean, I have work, so I mean, it's just work. Other than that, work, work, work. Sure. Yeah, I guess that's it for me. Yeah. Not everything has to be exciting. Does that mean it's time <laughs> for news? I think it yeah. is time for news, guys. Woo! It is a weird week of news. Yeah, yeah. and some... uh, sorry. What do you want to say, Henry? No, I was just saying there's yeah there's a there's a good mix of different weird things happening. So we're we're gonna start this one off. With, I think like there's two kind of genuinely news, but also like one kind of fucked up news this week. But like each are kind of weird and disgusting in their own way. We're gonna start off with one and maybe finish with the other. But so I wish we had a Fortnite pro, um, Riz Art. Who was pretending to be a sixth grader? I I don't get this one, but I guess he's like a freshman in high school, so the age difference isn't that much. But also, who the fuck lies about being a sixth grader? That is a bold move, Cotton. I, that's interesting. Weird. I I'm looking at the picture of him now. I could I can see how he got away with it. The yeah. dude does look youthful. Yeah, he, he, he's. He does look extremely youthful, so that's why he's going to be away with it. But, but yeah, why, like you mentioned, that is the much greater question here. Like, just why? Yeah, I, it's uh, the guy's a member of the Japanese Fortnite team, uh, Crazy Raccoon. Uh, they're doing okay-ish as best I can tell, but, like, again, I, I get pretending to be 21 and or old enough to drink in your country, I mm-hmm. do not get playing down your age to pretend to be a sixth grader. Yeah. I guess it's just sort of the desperate for any sort of accolades and attention thing. I guess. I've, so he can be well, the, the greatest. The artic- according to the article, like I guess it became a joke initially, and they just kind of ran with it. Yeah, fair. Like, <clears throat> yeah. He, uh... I guess, yeah, he sounded and looked young, so on a lark, he began passing himself off as an elementary school student. Yeah. I'm... So, kind of a joke that went too far. Yeah. And he just rolled with it. Mm. Yeah. Still feels gross. Yeah. Yeah, just weird. Just Fuck weird. it, let's do the other just fucking <laughs> gross one, too, now that we're on this topic. That's so... Okay. Uh, on the other end of the... <laughs> The spectrum from this one, but also on the same spectrum, I guess. I I haven't editorialized that we have this in the notes. So a fucking Team Fortress 2 YouTuber pretended to have a terminal disease and I guess died a couple years ago, but turns out he did not have this disease and has been fine. What? I, that's weird. Yeah. Wow. Oh, this is well that is really Super garbage. So I mean, let, let's let's let this one out a little bit more. 
Uh, Team Fortress yeah. 2 YouTuber uh, Sketchek, uh, I guess you pronounce his name, posted a video three years ago. It's now gone about how he had some terminal nervous system disease and was dying from it. Nothing from him for three years. Then comes back after three years and was like, it was all a hoax. I've been lying, but you can't see the video where I said I was dying of a terminal disease. So an exact quote from the guy. I thought it would be fun to convince a lot of people that care about me that I would fucking die. I've been feeling really bad lately about it lately, and I can no longer bear the weight of my sins, which I've decided to come out with the truth and apologize for lying. Holy shit! That is super garbage. Wow, what a garbage person. Wow, that is shady as fuck. I mean, I'm reading here that, like, Valve added a special ability to... With the pyro's weapons. Yeah, that's why this is news. In honor of this dude. Yeah. Called SketchX Bequest. Yep. I mean, they even even named it, they named the ability after him. Yeah. And that's, that is, wow, it's, I mean, that's, and apparently he did it just because he wanted to take some time off of social media and games. Then just say that, you sociopath. You uncaring, unethical sociopath. What is wrong with I, you? More quotes from the guy. I am of the opinion you should be able to joke about anything you want as long as it's funny. But in this case, it really wasn't funny. Oh, well, guys, when you put it like that, I mean, you know, innocent. As, it, it's wiped clean, guys. It's all good. Yeah, as, a, as an aside, I just have to throw this in here. Nobody uses it's just a joke unless they just did something or said something that's actually pretty awful. Yeah. Like, I've never had to find myself having to explain to somebody it's just a joke. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I don't pull stupid stuff and then act like it was a joke because that's part of what it kind of comes off to me like this is like, he's trying to play it off. Oh, it was a joke. That doesn't excuse it. It never excuses it. Saying it's just a joke doesn't excuse poor behavior. It just means that you have a, in addition to having poor behavior and being garbage, you also have a garbage sense of humor. Like, especially, we live in an era where, like, again, like, this is not normally the YouTuber show, but, like, Total Biscuit, a prominent gaming YouTuber, did die. That dude did pass away. Yeah. And that uh, that is very, very sad. Yes, but my, my point being, like, the idea that someone would be like, oh, I'm going to make a joke about how a public figure, a kind of a minor celebrity, died, and it's me, and then come back, like, hi, I'm back, wasn't that funny? It's fucked. Yeah, that's, that is, I mean, and and what's even more is like, his, like you know, you've been quoting him directly. Yeah, everything I said that was he, quite him is a direct quote. And, and that's, and what he said is, just shows how garbage of a person he is. Like, yeah. just totally, just, wow, just yeah. awful sociopath. Total sociopath. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's YouTube is garbage. We should stop using it. Yeah. Gaming podcasts were a mistake, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, speaking of gaming YouTube, though, the Machinima, Machinima has officially closed. 81 people have lost their jobs. So long, Machinima. Yeah, that's kind of sad face. Yeah. I mean, I watch I watched some of their stuff back, but not recently. Oh yeah, actually, no, I, but... I don't think any of us have been actively active viewers of Mission in a while. But like, 
rewind 10 years, it was a fucking place to be to get gaming news and other stuff. Yeah. And they did, and they did some, you know, a lot of it was also, they had videos that were made using existing game assets. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I just remember some pretty cool stuff being made, but, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been, uh, taken over by, by Fortnite. Fortnite does that. <laughs> People are watching Fortnite now, and yep. Twitch. I really think Twitch and any other streaming services probably were a part of killing Machinima, to be honest. I would argue Machinima's been dying for a long time since then. Like, it's... Yeah. If you were to ask me the last time I thought, like, if they were relevant, it's like, yeah, the shows I watch went off the air, like, five years ago, maybe? (laughs) And even then, a couple of those shows I was only watching out of kind of bizarre inertia, and it's not that those shows ended, they left and are doing their own things now. If I wanted to watch them, I could. But it turns out I didn't like them enough to go watch them still. Yeah. Like, the Internet Today guys are the only people that survived kind of leaving Machine, but I still watch. And that's because I really enjoyed ETC Today kind of thing, and still enjoy the, yo, we're rounding up bullshit news for you. Yeah. <laughs> that doctor, who's a kid, who's pretending to be a doctor, is back. Yeah. Yeah. What if I told you they were remastering old Assassin's Creed games? Would that be a good thing? That sounds depends, dumb. Depends on which one. What if I told you it was Assassin's Creed 3? Of the ones to remaster? I'm yeah. not sure I care about that one at all. That's the bad one. That's the one that made me stop liking Assassin's Creed. Well, that's, that's the one that was in... Uh, like, American colonial It's times, the Native right? American... No, yeah, it's the Native American yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Connor's a bad character. He's not a great character. They could have, I mean, this was, yeah, it had a lot of promise, and they could have done some really neat stuff with him, being as how where where it was placed in history, but yeah, I'd have to say, Assassin's Creed, I love the series, but it is so hit and miss. It's the one they killed Desmond in. Yeah, it it is ridiculously hit and miss, and so, yeah, yeah, I, I, come on, Black Flag. I, yeah, which is ironic because you know what you can play Black Flag on still? PS4 and Xbox oh, yeah. One. Like, it's a recent game. But then, and, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah, mm, yeah, of, of the ones to remaster, that's, that's not the one that I would remaster. Yes, and so, but as part of this, they're also remastering um, Liberation, which is I... one of the first... Re- one of, if not one of the best, like it's up there of best Assassin's Creed. Oh, games. that one's I haven't played that one, so that's the one where you play as a um former slave woman in New Orleans, and mm. it's got like a um outfit swapping mechanic. That's cool. It's it was a PSP Vita game, I think, and then it kind of came to mm. the real consoles, like that and the side story from Black Flag that dealt with slavery, like yeah. directly. Two of the better Assassin's Creed games that aren't like the full blown Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Those are those are but well, that one and that one I am aware of because it was a part of Black or a DLC to yeah. Black Flag, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes, yeah, they, yeah. There again, Assassin's Creed hit and miss. But when they hit, they it really hits yep. well. It's super good. Yep, if you have the season pass for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you'll get this for free, or you can buy it piecemeal if 
you wanted more of badly voice acted Yellen Connor in your life, so yeah. Yeah. Where to go next? Um wanna tackle Blizzard stuff quickly? Sure, I love talking about Blizzard. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a pretty quick story and it's a sad one. Activision Blizzard employees face upcoming huge layoffs, apparently. Yeah, it looks like uh, Tuesday they'll be announcing a bunch of layoffs for Activision yep. Blizzard. Um, I mean, it's tied to a couple things. They have not been having the best of, you know, all kind of a year so far, or even like, and I guess third and fourth quarter, if you will. Um, Entirely self-inflicted, I'll just yeah. add that. I mean, it also doesn't help that over- overall that, like, the Destiny team is now gone and they're doing their own thing, too. So. Yeah. It- it doesn't help that also the company is literally under federal investigation right now, too. Yeah, yep. no, I'm saying it's 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 a multi-pronged shitstorm for them, if you will. So, yeah, and I guess now they're just going to hit them with layoffs. So, I know a couple months ago they were talking about doing that thing where you could leave and they'll pay you like a year's salary to leave. So, I'm wondering if those people who didn't, who decided to hold on as long as they did are now just going to get laid off. Yep. So, that's what it looks like. Yep. Yeah. So. While we're kind of on the topic, though, too, it's not directly related, but Team Liquid has officially dropped its Heroes of the Storm team. I suspect mm, yeah. it's not the first team to do this, though, Yeah, given that state of that game currently, but not the biggest yeah, of that's... news, but does kind of speak to the current, uh, we'll call it health and temperature of the outside's opinion of Blizzard currently. Yeah. Yeah, that one doesn't fucking surprise me at all. No. Uh, Apex Legends hit uh, a million players, uh, sorry, concurrent players in 72 hours, and in three days it hit 10 million players total count, so it's doing pretty well, apparently. It's all, it's also free to play, Yes, so that's a big one. It's almost like that model helps. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you don't make the, uh, your, your DLC or viable content fucking garbage. Yeah. Right, we'll see how long it stays around. I, it's I picked up and dropped that game pretty quick, but I know some other people out there are fucking into that game. I, it's uh, one of the podcasts I listened to that, like, they spent a lot of time obsessed with uh, PUBG is talking about that game. They used to talk about PUBG, so I suspect while Battle Royales aren't for me, a lot of people are going to be playing a lot of that game for the foreseeable future because it's a good game. Mm-hmm. So you've kind of played all the three big ones right now, Alex. I'm, I'm calling this one of the three big ones. I, do you have a preference at this point? When it comes to battle royales, yeah. Um, so I'm really liking this one right now. Like this one is really, really enjoyable. This Apex Legends, if you will. Yeah. Um, I do really enjoy PUBG. Like I, I even with all its weird ass issues, I, I did really enjoy PUBG. Um, I was not a big fan of Fortnite. I mean, yeah. there were some modes in Fortnite that were pretty fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, and I just don't like the building aspect of it. I. I mean, some people do, and they enjoy it, and, and more power to them. That does not take away from the fact that it is a good game. I, it's just not my cup of tea. Sure. I haven't done uh, the Call of Duty one, but I don't think I'm going to anyway. This I've gotten the honest. impression it's a better version of that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, it's Ring of Elysium. Like, the, I, I feel like that it's, it's basically just PUBG done well. Sure. Like done capably by people that actually know how to program a game. This PUBG is so messed up and buggy. No, and, Ring of, and Ring of Elysium is just polished. 
It's just very polished. It's just basically good PUBG. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't played, if you like PUBG and you haven't played Ring of Elysium, you should try out Ring of Elysium. You'll never go back to PUBG. It's just it's that much better. It it just does exactly what PUBG does, but just capably. Sure. So yeah. But yeah, I haven't had a chance to well because it would melt my computer to play the you know, to play the Apex Legends. So it's I can't say anything name. on that. It's a weird name. Yeah. It it, su- it suggests a lot of different things that don't necessarily say to me this is a battle royale. Yeah. I'm not sure Fortnite really streams Battle Royale either. That's not actually that game mode it's called. I, it's it's weird. A lot of websites are like are throwing around the phrase like Fortnite Killer and I don't know. I'll be curious to see what happens. You're always yeah. gonna hear like once there's one thing that becomes big and mainstream, everyone's always gonna talk about this is the so and so killer. Yeah. It's like when you hear Android, yeah. this new Samsung is the is the iPhone killer, and then this new iPhone is the Android killer, and it's just like <sighs> well, you know, you gotta you gotta spice up your content by you know creating some you know battles where they don't actually exist. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're on the topic of Apex Legends. It's worth talking about how uh, uh, Respawn has gotten out there and said Titanfall Three is probably not going to happen at least for a while. Like, if what was going to be Titanfall Three has become Apex Legends. Mm. Uh, it was in development back when they got bought by EA, but it has not been in development for a while now. Mm. But at the same time, again, like I said, when we talked about Apex Legends, they've gone out there and said, like, there's gonna be seasons and they're working on stuff to bring in the future that might be big and changing, which could be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is in the Titanfall universe, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Oh, it's It's very much in that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I say kind of. It is in yeah. the Titanfall universe. It just is. Yeah. They referenced the end of Titanfall 2 like, as the backdrop for this game. Really? That's cool. I, I, I want to say that game ends with like the liberation of the Outer Colonies finally happening, and like the premise of Apex Legends is that with the separation from the Inner Systems, the blood sport of Apex becomes a thing. Hmm. Like the, the the name literally is like a blood sport game that's done like Unreal Tournament. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No no, I will we'll see what happens. Like I said, I'd love to see fucking Titans in that thing or wall running. Plus, mm. possibly both, but I am sad there's no Titanfall three in the works, but at the same time, like if you want to take a while to make a really good Titanfall three that's as good as Titanfall two was, have it. Please make another one someday. <laughs> All I ask. That's another fun one. Um, some government people in Pennsylvania want to put a tax on mature video games. Yes, of course they do. A, yep. a sin tax, if you were. Yeah. The bold it, move, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. Not well, it seems. Yeah. Really? This is apparently the second time they've tried doing this. Yep. Well, the thing is, it's it's once again... The person who's bringing it up is is making the claim that mature games are responsible for a surge in school violence, which has never, ever been borne out by evidence one way or the other. Like, at best, you can say, inconclusive. For all the research that they've done into sort of 
even like violence in media in general, and let alone like violence in video games in particular, there seem, doesn't seem to be any bearing. But of course, it that you know the the vastly debunked assumption comes back up because people got to clutch their pearls if they are going to you know appeal to their dumb constituents. Yeah, to, to quote the ESA quickly, numerous authorities, including scientists, medical professionals, government agencies, and the U.S. Supreme Court have found that video games do not cause violence. Yeah. Because that's the thing, it's like, <sighs> there can be a conversation to be made about just the effect of violent media in general in a certain sense of normalizing or celebrating it. But in this case, it's just overly broad, and it's just, it's, I mean, vague doesn't even begin to describe it. Because his, the idea of mature games is so ridiculously vague, and I would say that a lot of courts would throw it out just because it's too vague. Like, if they ever went to a court, they'd just be like, yeah, that's way too vague of a law, and, and it's basically abridging free speech, so it's like, uh yeah yeah no it's uh, is it uh, jack thompson pearl clutching yep typical crap at least now it seems like more people are on to the idea that anybody you know virtue signaling about video games uh, is probably it's just wrong they're just not i mean it's just not a thing that stands up anymore. I mean, and it's helped that video games have become increasingly, increasingly wider accepted in general as just a part of society. So it's like, just, yeah, dumb stuff. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, so, and that's the thing, it's like, what is mature? It's like, it, it's not even clear, and I looked at the bill, kind of, but it's like the what you know what their you know their actual you know their description of what should be mature is unquestionably super vague. So it's like how would they even even enforce this? It's just dumb. Yeah. But at least everybody seems to know it's dumb now. Yeah. Well, kind of in the same level of dumb. If you were worried that your uh, saves for Anthem won't carry over to the PS5 or the whatever the hell Xbox Scarlet turns out to be, don't worry, they got you. Yep. A question no one was asking. <laughs> Ask that, an answer. Yeah, I, I will. I'll just you know piggyback onto that some related news. So that yeah. you you can merge your accounts in Fortnite now. You just have to pick a one that's your primary. So among the consoles, so pick the PC one. Yeah, just pick the PC one. <laughs> yep. But there again, that's also I don't think anybody's really asking that question either. No. I love getting answers to questions that no one's bothered to ask yet. <laughs> uh speaking of questions no one bothered to ask, uh in like tr maybe this is the weirdest news of the week that's not scummy. Uh, so, uh, GDC is coming up. It may actually already be upon us by the time this podcast goes up, but there was uh, a GDC session 
that description basically spelled out the idea that Xbox Live may be coming to iOS, Android, and Switch? Yeah. I, I read some news kind of about that, yeah. Hmm. The description's now off there. It's kind of a blank thing now, but it's... The, the panel is called Xbox Live, Growing and Engaging Your Community Across Android, iOS, Android, Switch, Xbox, and PC, which, if it really is coming to the Switch, is fucking insane. Before we all go crazy, though, this might be a reference to the fact that you can play Minecraft on the Switch, and that is technically a Microsoft account log. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, so... Related to that, yeah, Microsoft Studios is now Xbox Game Studios. Yep. So they've they're they're rebranding. So yeah, maybe it's just, this is a part of a larger, just sort of you know minor push and a change of what they're focusing on. Or I, I, I don't know. I think I think it's interesting. Well, the idea of Microsoft kind of pivoting into being a streaming platform for games, specifically mm. the one that plays nice with them right now, which is Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Like if you could get the high end games on a Switch via streaming, you absolutely should. Mm. It just makes sense at that point. Yeah. I mean, why not have a wider audience? It's like that's it just all it almost always makes sense to try to widen your audience yeah. a little bit. No, and also in the same vein, like if Xbox was offering to fix Switch's online network, that wouldn't be mm. a bad thing. <laughs> Better net code. I We'll just have to kind of jump from one topic to another because it has come out that Vivox is fixing, is basically giving uh, the Switch proper voice chat finally. Mmm. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 yeah, that's right. They're making it to where people can use essentially their tools to add voice. So yep. they have their own SDK. Yep. So that's pretty cool. All kind of upcoming stuff because the existing Switch voice options have been. Terrible. <laughs> they've just been the. Uh, they've been so undefendably bad. It's confusing how they even got developed. But yeah, that's kind of all we got to say on that one. It's coming to Smite and Paladins, I guess, which is cool. It's neat. Someone's fixing that. It's kind of shitty that Nintendo can't be the ones to fix that. So mm. yeah, it's not to sound hyperbolic, but like every single time. I hear something about Nintendo's online capabilities at this point. It just further drives me away from wanting to ever engage with that part of their console. <laughs> like it just—it's such a mess. Just on the topic of network things, uh, there are some rumors out there, and it's kind of been a known fact for that ES going to launch a new subscription service, but uh, they have got nothing and said it's going to be on another major platform. So either it's going to be on the Switch. Or the PS4, but seeing as it's already on the Xbox, it would make sense to put it on the PS4. It's probably mm -hmm. the PS4. Mm. It'll be kind of like their EA Access program, just on other consoles. So, no big revelations. It seems to have worked out pretty well for them on the Xbox, though. So, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. It's a great way to play Anthem, apparently. Mm. Part of that whole hellscape of early access to the game and shit. Yeah. Or on the topic of EA, uh, Disney got out there and said that they are happy with the EA making their video games because Disney is not very good at making video games, apparently. Which is just an uncomfortable sentence to think about. That That is a weird statement for them to come out and say. Yeah. 
but you know what? It makes sense for them to be just licensing. I mean, all the best Disney games yeah. were, were all licensed. Like the, I go back to his early, like let's say NES. There are some fantastic Disney games from the NES. They were all almost all created by Capcom, except for one that was like made by Hudson. But yeah, that, that's yeah, that, and you know the company Sanrio doesn't make anything other than licensable characters. They like Sanrio itself produces nothing, designs nothing. They just license, sell licenses for all their stuff. So you go to a Sanrio store, nothing's actually made by or really even designed by Sanrio. They just license out the characters. So it makes sense. You know, leave it to people who've already invested to, you know, to make studios to make this stuff. Yeah. Let them I, make it. I think it's just kind of shitty to get, beyond saying, like, whatever you want to think about, like, oh, we're fine with EA. That's your personal opinion, whatever. Like, some people want EA to fail because EA, which I get, but also, like, grow up. Yeah. The idea that Disney did that we're bad at making video games after the last major Disney video game was Disney Infinity, which people were fucking into, is kind of shitty. Well, did they did they produce that? That was kind of in house, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Avalanche Software, which they were bought by Disney, I believe. Yeah, that that may be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah, it was acquired. Yep. So I mean. Yeah. So I guess they do have an in house company that can do this stuff but yeah, yeah. that's they that means they kind of threw avalanche you know which is the... gone like they've been shut down for a while since that game closed yeah. which is yeah a shame unto itself but yeah uh apparently well apparently uh, just warner brothers interactive picked picked up avalanche after they closed down oh that's just... good so that's that's interesting but oh yeah avalanche it... made uh, that mad max game yeah which is I've heard is a very good game, actually. It's okay. I'm more excited for Rage 2, because that's a partnership with them in Bethesda, I think. Mm. I'm thinking of the same avalanche. I don't know at this point. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of studios, 2K has opened a new studio. And it's led by the former co-founder of Sledgehammer Games. You know those people that left Call of Duty to go make new Call of Duty games? Yeah. They have no games announced. It's just a studio exists now. So we'll see what the hell that means. Yep. Yeah. He was kind of in charge of the Advanced Warfare and Call of Duty World War II. Wow, it's really weird to think of this as like the official Call of Duty that occurred World War II at this point. And we also worked on stuff like Dead Space in the past. So it could be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time... Get back to normal gaming news. Uh, Cabal, our favorite gas mask wearing MK fighter, is officially in the new MK game along with Devorah, that bug lady, and Kano. Okay. Also, Ed Boon got out there and officially said Shaggy's not in the game. Fuck that which, game. Which, game's which, gonna be a wash when it comes out. Screw it. It's a shame. Shaggy 2020. What? How did that become a meme? Like, how? How was that? Was that actually teased? Whatever. Is that, what is just, it? Ultra so, Instinct Shaggy or something? Yeah. So you have to understand, asking where a meme came from is a very weird. Oh no, thing they tracked this one. Memes, memes are just fucking weird. But this one was apparently tied to this like clip of um, Shaggy beating up some bark, like some bikers at a bar, and they overlapped the Ultra Instinct Goku audio, like the uh, the music and all that stuff from the anime recently. 
Mm. And now they were just pushing this whole thing that like Shaggy only uses a percentage of his power. Oh, it's been a great kind of build thing. up to this where it's like it's weird, like over up, uh, uh, not that's right, we're like over subtitled ver- uh, clips from the two live action um, Scooby Doo movies, them being like, yeah, so Shaggy shows up to the set and just wrecks a trailer. We don't mean like destroys it, no, just like lifts it up and crunches it into a marble and threw it at a crew guy. Yeah. Well, uh, well, oh, uh, yeah. There was another reveal. I guess this was actually older in one of the movies, where it showed that actually underneath his shirt, his baggy shirt, he's ripped. Yeah. Like ridiculously ripped. Because I mean, if you think about it, he's been carrying a Great Dane princess style and running around doing that endlessly. As and and of course, to do that, he eats a ton of food. But yeah, as a result. Shaggy is canonically ultra, ultra buff. Like, ridiculously buff. And he's also unlocked Ultra Instinct, which makes him an immortal, powerful <laughs> being. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Shaggy. But I, I, I thought the funniest thing about the Shaggy meme was the fact that the guy who played Shaggy in the, in the real-life one, Matthew Willard, or Lillard, came out dressed in his, his Shaggy outfit, and he's like, these mortals think I use 10% of my power. And That's- like... Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking hilarious that he embraced the meme and just ran with it. But again, yeah. Cabal, Devora, and Kano confirmed for MK. No Shaggy, sadly. Yep. So says Ed Joke. Boon. Yep. Joke. Who knows, though? This is Ed Boon. He is the trolliest motherfucker in game development. I mean, look at Shaggy could show that... up. Yeah, look at the, some of the other characters that they've thrown into Mortal Kombat that seem a little bit incongruous, so... Oh no, I'm more mentioning the fact that like when they announced um, Sector and Cryak for MK9, yeah. it was him tweeting a bunch of photos of like a ketchup and mustard bottle and being like, look, ketchup and mustard, wonder what that means. <laughs> wonder yeah. if that has anything to do with MK. Uh, Ed Boon's troll game is strong and wonderful, so. It is. Yes, it is. Yeah. You want some Florida Man bullshit or you want to deal with GameStop bullshit next? Florida man. Florida man it is. is. Florida, the worst part of America. So, uh, as surprising no one, there are a variety of cheat system manufacturers out there. Uh, mm. One of them has been fined 115,000, uh, sorry, 1,050, 150,000. I always fuck that up. Millions are so <laughs> much easier. Uh, has been fined $150,000 and has to pay it back to uh, 2K and Grand Theft Auto Online. His name is Johnny Perez, but in typical Florida fashion, he's listed first as Florida Man, specifically Florida Man, Johnny Perez, creator of Grand Theft Auto Online Cheat Program, Elusive, has been found guilty by default by District Court New York of copyright infringement, has been penalized with both fines and legal costs. Which, that's interesting because, well, it it really came down to not... No, it wasn't the cheating. The cheating wasn't the problem. It was the selling it. Yes, and, and also you could make, but oh, but you could make money. Basically, you could make money in the game. Yes, it cuts into two K's microtransaction profits. Directly. Yeah, and so, but it's basically, in a sense, it was printing its own money because if you can make your own credits in that game, those are also, like you said, can be bought with actual real yep. money. And so that's that's where it becomes basically you've been you've been forging money, you've you've been 
yeah, it's, yeah, that's, it, it, yeah, it didn't have to do with the cheating, you know, so people shouldn't freak out about, oh, well, you make cheating software. No, this is a case where the dude was basically printing his own money and it, it in game. Well, at least the cheat let you do that, so, yeah. So that's, yeah. That's going to get you in trouble. Yeah. Bas- basically, like, forgery. Yep. Uh, court date was set. Guy didn't show up. He was found guilty by default. I, it's, yep. I suspect he wouldn't have fared great if he had shown up, so maybe Probably a smart not. move on his part, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I ne- you know, I often kind of don't like the idea of, like, a gigantic corporation going after a person, but this... I mean, this was, if it would have happened in any sort of real sense in the real world, he'd just be in jail. Oh, that's counterfeiting. Yeah, it's it's straight up counterfeiting. So, yeah. yeah. But, <sighs> last but not least, GameStop is adjusting their return policy for pre-ordered video games. Does anyone know what GameStop's policy prior to this was? You don't? Yes. There is no return policy. But uh, now, apparently, you will have... I'll read the exact quote. Now, if you want to get your money back from a pre-order you placed, you'll have 30 days after the launch of the game to get a full cash refund. After 30 days, you can get store credit. Hmm. It's actually not bad. No, that's actually decent. That might make me start buying games from them again. It won't won't me. Yeah. Shouldn't, but that's a big change. That's the best <laughs> refund policy I've heard so far. I can yeah. beat a game in 30 days. <laughs> Back As to abuse in the system. Yep. And ruining it for everyone else. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I, you know, I want to just bring this up because I think it's kind of bizarre. It's, it's a bit of news that I found. Um, so Squeenix, as I prefer to call them, Square Enix, uh, they did a celebration of Near Automata's second birthday, essentially, which is that's interesting. Like it's the best critically acclaimed game they've had in several years, aside for Hitman. So not really. Like, but yeah, they're they're having a special and they're streaming an anniversary celebration. Sure, it's good. It's going to be in Ikebukuro, which is in Tokyo. It's in an Astoria Cafe. And, yeah, they're actually, you can attend in person, you basically get, like, you pay pay 20 bucks to get in, essentially. You get a light meal and drink, but also you'll get to celebrate, I mean, the second year? I mean, alright, so I, I can get sort of celebrating the first year of a game, but it's like, this seems like a weird, arbitrary landmark, second year, and it's not like this is an ongoing game, or like a game, like, with... With DL with Matt with constantly DLCs coming it's, out or anything it's not, like that. But also, so what was the last game Square Enix put out? Yeah, the Quiet Man. Oh, The Quiet oh. Man is the last game Square Enix put out. You know, what oh, hold on, aren't they also responsible for uh, uh, Kingdom no. Hearts? No, no. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, is, oh yeah, I forgot. About, I, I totally forgot about Kingdom Hearts. That's how not well received it's been. Apparently, oh no, no. it's been poor. Really fucking received. Yeah. Really? Huh. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't really bad things about apparently it. Apparently, your dev cycles bad for a game like that. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> they got. They got. Uh. What was it? Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah. Um. 
gosh, what's the what's the game where you can uh do stunts on planes basically? Uh Ace Combat? No, 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 no. Where on all vehicles, you're just a guy, but you can do you're kind of on a tropical island and you can do stunts. Just Cause? Just Cause, yes. Square Enix also did Just Cause. That came out well. before I think Quiet Man did, but also not well received. Yeah, the no. latest Just Cause wasn't yeah. that well received. One Previous part, ones have been well received. Three wasn't well one, received yeah. either. Two was fucking great. I, yes, and two was over a decade ago now. Yeah. But yeah, I but yeah, the yeah, Near Automata did sell like crazy. And it was and it was well received because it's actually an extremely good game. But it is it is kinda interesting that they're going so far to celebrate it, to actually have sort of a an actual in you know, a live celebration for the second anniversary of a I game's release. I think that came did so much better than they thought it was going to. Like and I, I I thought that game was cool from the jump, because I also like the original Nier to a certain extent. Like, the... A, the fact we got a sequel to Nier was fucking insane. That yeah. it was a good sequel to Nier was fucking insane. That that game was what that game was, like, was also fucking insane. That game is not a perfect game. It has a lot of sharp edges in a couple places, but its overall net, its overall kind of nearness is fucking impressive. Like, but at the same time, like 2B just got ported into a Soul Calibur. Like it's that game in some ways is the most positive thing Square Enix has going on right now. It's like it's that and Final Fantasy fourteen, which is like that's doing well, but like most people don't care about MMOs in the way they used to. Like it's the hey, our MMOs yeah. doing real well still is not news you can hang a hat on. It's what was the last major like console PC release we had. That's near, and then that game's two years old now, and that's a big problem for that company because, like, we just went through a list of games of like what they've recently, and like it's the well that wasn't great, that was badly received, that was badly received. Yeah, that one didn't do great either. What about the Enix side? I suppose like the uh, Dragon's Quest games. Uh, those are doing fine, but again, like Dragon Quest isn't super popular. Like the remember they put out yeah. a Tomb Raider game last year. Yeah, that's true. How uh, did how, was that one well received? I thought that no, one was it was it, the the second of that reboot was this third one I forgot existed until someone reminded oh. me of it recently. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> it did happen. <laughs> they have not had a good year. Like Dragon's Quest does well because Dragon's Quest is Dragon's Quest, but again, like it's the if you're looking for major big public facing successes, the last one was near. Like, none of us play Dragon mm. Quest, not because it's a bad game, just because we don't care about Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. And I play JRPGs, I just don't care about Dragon Quest. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I mean, I I guess the reason I still have some feelings for it is because one of the first RP, console RPGs I ever played yeah. was Dragon Warrior for the NES, and I still have that game. I have the actual one that I had as a Oh, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying, like, what's the last Dragon Quest you played? Yeah, it's seven. So, and that's that's um that's a good number of years. Yeah, this back one's now. ten, I believe. Yeah, the newest one is ten. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Since like it's the I, I respect the hell out of that franchise. The fact that the guy that draws. Dragon Balls, the thing I draws draws that I like, but yeah, if I'm gonna play a JRPG at this point, I'm gonna play an Atlas game or something real fucking weird like that. This was a while back. They made a game where like 
you did crazy aerial triggers as the RPG mechanics. Like you, it, the game was your characters leaping over the enemies and shooting them in the air. Like the rest of the story was bullshit JRPG, but the combat for it was nuts. Like you either have to have that, or you have to have personas, personas to get me to play a JRPG at this point because mm. I don't have a hundred hours. Yeah, all that for me, often. yeah. Persona, Persona, I love the Persona series. Yeah, they're, they're great games. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, but yeah, I see your point about, yeah, about Squeenix and Nier. Yeah. Like, yay, this game was good. Remember this game you all liked? Isn't it good? Right? Right? You still love us, don't you? Yeah. No, I... Here's a, here's a party. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I suspect it's not a huge hit to them, but like, Hitman 2 is not a Square Enix game. Hitman 1 was. Hitman set the world on fucking fire. Yeah. That it did. Yeah. Hitman was fucking great. It is great. Like Hitman 2 is great. It's just it's it's not on fire as much as the first one was because it came out in a strong year and it's the sequel to an unbelievably strong game. It's like, yeah, of course it's good. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Just both not fair, but also completely fair. Yeah, it's. I, I I view this no more as Square Enix being like, "Hey, we're still relevant, right? Right?" <laughs> yeah. Time for emails. Yeah, I think so. Woo! You wanted to contact us, Alex. How would you go about doing that? Very simple. You would put up the email client if you're choosing, and you would go ahead and compose your message if you'd like. And then just make sure that before you hit send, that the two column is filled out with wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that email again, Alex? <coughs> wickedawesomecast uh, at gmail.com. Without coughing, yeah, what's, what's that email address, Henry? Uh, wickedawesomecast <laughs> at gmail.com. I heard the sound of Alex drinking something and had to see if I could foul him up. It appears I have. <laughs> well done. Oh. Ah, gotcha! <laughs> That'll be yeah. fun to edit later. Yeah. Goodbye, guys. It was nice being on the <laughs> podcast, but I'm going to choke to death now. Uh, I'm off to join Jeff in the shadow room. God damn it. <laughs> we got three emails this week. We love getting emails. Send them in. You can send us anything, as I think this week proves a little bit. All right. Uh, first off, we have a question about Days Gone. It comes in from Anonymous. Dear Wicked Awesome cast, of all, of all the upcoming games you three have mentioned, being excited for... You have never mentioned the game Days Gone. It's an open world. It's an open world post zombie apocalypse motorcycle game, which feels like it would have something that at least one of you might care about. Why the disdain for this game? I've never heard of it. Exactly. It's <clears throat> I've heard of it, but I think it just kind of died out because there were so many zombie games already out there. Yeah, this it's also gotten pushed back by like a year twice. Okay. Yeah, and. Like, for me, it's no more complicated than, is it a zombie game? Yes or no? If it is, I don't care about it anymore. I don't play zombie games anymore. Yeah, I I don't really so much anymore. But, yeah, that game, I, I literally haven't heard of it yeah, before, literally right now. So. I, I think the people that are into that game are into it, but it's really under the radar. Like, it's, it comes out, I think, like, this <laughs> month or next month, but oh, it yeah? may also be out, and I don't know. Like, I, I genuinely don't know. We'd have to look that yeah, one up. Yeah, like, no one seems to have any, like, that game could come out and be huge, but nothing points to it being huge, and, like, it's got some cool stuff going on that if it just didn't have zombie stuff, 
I might be curious about, but the moment you throw zombie stuff in a game, I immediately stop caring about it. Yeah. I unfortunately like zombie games. Yeah, it's, well, you know, the, that genre's been so saturated. It's, uh, well, it's less saturated than it was, say, like, two or three years ago, when it just seemed like everybody had to make their zombie game. But, yeah. I mean, I guess the only zombie game I still play is Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah, and that's one of the because... best zombie games out there at this point. Yeah, but, in any case, yeah, I haven't, I've, I, this is the first I've heard of that game. Uh, yeah, I'll, it's, it's, it's a first for many people too. Like unless you are really following gaming news and remember a ES3 press conference, sorry, an E3 pre- Sony press conference from like three years ago now, there hasn't been a lot about that game. Like mm. it's definitely kind of in a weird shadow of The Last of Us Two, which, huh. yeah, like it's not The Last of Us Two, which kind of raises the question of why would you care? Yeah, like you know, the biker kind of like tribe stuff that game has going on does look cool, but not cool enough. Like it's they've yet to show me anything that makes that game memorable. It's just kind of a, like, yeah, this game exists. Next, right. but but thank you, thank you for writing in, anyways. Yeah. Thank you, thanks for writing in. Next, our question comes in from Sydney in Melbourne, Australia. That's confusing. Titled uh. Sports Ball. Yeah! Uh, yay! On a scale of 1 to 10, how angry are you that Sweet Victory wasn't played at the American football game thing? That's exact words, not me paraphrasing. I don't quite know what Sweet Victory is, but when I woke up today, the internet was really mad about how Maroon 5 pulls some kind of fast one, and I would rather hear you three discuss this than spend time on the internet figuring this one out. Thanks. So, just to give you some context, so there was a big thing going on. This is related to the fact that the creator of SpongeBob passed away yes. last year. Yes. Um, and so they figured it'd be really cool with a nice little homage, if you will, just to play Sweet Victory, which is a it's it's a part of the show where they play like a an intro big like musical number. You got to back yeah. up. For a uh, so Sweet Victory yeah. comes from an episode where SpongeBob and crew play like the Super Bowl. They actually play the Super Bowl yeah. equivalent event, and yeah. the whole they should play Sweet Victory at the Super Bowl predates the guy's death but got some extra steam when he died yeah yeah so um apparently nickelodeon did actually end up remastering that whole yeah. sequence mm. so there's an actual sequence of it being remastered that's supposed to be good to show now the like, dallas really, stars really played well it one of their games yeah the, the dallas yeah. stars are the official hockey team of uh, spongebob fans now yeah, yeah. They, they so what they did is they took that first part of like you know setting up the uh the sweet victory intro and then it cut to a rapper and i don't even know who it is but like psycho mode that that or something i think was his name sicko mode something, or something yeah. like that yeah which is the new like crazy mode or who knows something like yeah i don't know but it, anyway it's fucking dumb and so they like everybody's like oh shit it's happening ah! and they only like basically tease the first few seconds of that and then cut off to the rest of the show, which, by the way, sucked. was a very fitting show because that Super Bowl in general just sucked. Everything about it sucked. Commercials sucked. The game sucked. And the Super Bowl halftime show sucked. Glad I watched zero of it because yeah. I cared exactly zero about it. And, and it's hilarious because even, like, the dude, Adam Levine, taking off his shirt, people were like, why do you do that? It makes no sense. Yeah. That's stupid. 
I remember blinking and he was wondering, I'm like, huh, why? Why would you do this? Yeah. No one and wants this, And he's got a big Adam old Levine. California tattoo on his stomach, which has spawned a lot like, memes of people putting, like, <laughs> like, Oregon and a bunch of other states on their stomach. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. There are some great, like, stereotypical state memes going around right I, now. I could so. not have told you who Maroon That's 5 great. was prior to the Super Bowl, and I still can't either, I don't think. Yeah. yeah, and the commercials like, themselves. Me also watching suck. that was me going, "Huh." So, hmm? No, I'm saying the commercials in general also even suck. Like there was no Tide ad this year. Like Tide ad was a great fucking campaign for the Super Bowl. Yeah, this year it sucked. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know anything about it because, like I said, I care zero about that particular sports ball. I'll watch I'll watch some soccer now on occasion, but I don't really watch football. Yeah, I I cared about one of the two teams in it winning, and I still didn't enjoy the Super Bowl that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But thank you for yeah, writing in. It, yeah, thank you for writing in. And last but not least, this one comes in from Brian. Seriously, you cannot tease the idea that Frieza did the right thing by wiping out the Saiyans and just drop it like you did. <laughs> Henry seems intrigued, Alex seems, hor- seems horrified, and Charlie seems legit prepared to defend the actions of murder of a murderous space fascist and one of Dragon Ball's greatest villains. Seriously, get into it on this one. Oh, well, the, the title I, I fall the, on the sorry, side of... Interrupt, the title for the email is You Need to Explain the Bullshit that is Saiyan Biology. Yeah, well, no, I, I'll, I'll fall into the thing of Frieza was right, and well, think about it. What did Frieza do that was actually really evil? He blew up a planet with millions of people on it several times. Uh, hold on, did he blow it up? Yeah, yeah. So basically, you guys are okay with promoting genocide of entire races and planets if it means. Just like, well, ah, well, well, they could get too strong, too bad, so let's go ahead and kill them I, all. I, I only advocated against the Saiyans because <laughs> that is a species that their training could literally be from, like, age 1 to 14, put those fuckers in an electric chair, and just almost kill them every day, put them back at full health. Like, the, the, the ease at which you could make Saiyan super soldiers... Yeah. Is wrong. Yeah, it's. Uh, I uh, yeah it, yeah, and to and to hit on the sort of yeah that hits on the their you know their biology weird biology weird stuff going on. It's like it the fact that they just you know that you know and, and I blame this you know on the original writer and your know, original writer artist that they just decide to make them ridiculous Superman that nobody can ever even touch. Which just makes it boring. I mean, for me, the reason I stopped watching Drag Ball is it just got increasingly just, well, I'm just gonna punch you harder in the face. It There's no sophistry, there's no intelligence. I mean, alright, so the reason that I and the reason that I really like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is, it it willingly steered away from that idea since, like, Generation 1. Generation 1 was more of the, 
I'm just going to learn how to punch harder or learn a new technique to punch harder. That's it. But by the time they get to three, they're already playing around with the idea of outsmarting your opponent. There's you're still a lot of strong characters, but ultimately it comes down to they have to get really clever. And in the, and as each new season came out, it was like the characters had increasing main characters had increasingly odd abilities that they had to use in very clever ways. Yeah. And Dragon Dragon Ball never does that. It's always just now I can punch harder than I punched before. I will punch you harder in the face. Well, and like that's literally it. As much as I love the Broly movie that came out because it was great, like it's the biggest signifier of like just how much bullshit the Saiyan biology is. Where it follows yeah. up like two hundred some odd episodes of like Goku and fucking Vegeta achieving, I guess like basically god status. If you like keep track of how that stuff works, yeah, and. Then some real angry boy puts them through the fucking ringer. Yeah. Like, doesn't have God status, but apparently, like, prior to going Super Saiyan, is capable of just beasting on them. Like, and I'm not saying it's bad. Like, I I, I, I still like Dragon Ball. I, I watched that Broly movie in theaters for a reason. I Like, it's Broly. But, like, if you take it to the logical extreme of, like, Broly gets exiled because he's fucking dangerous. Like, it's the. That movie proves that in spades, but also, like, it's the, when you have a species that is capable of, like, at birth saying, holy shit, this guy is too dangerous to have around, and also a species that you can train just by, like, electric chair or, like, just ongoing abuse into super soldiers, that's a problem that you might want to nip in the bud a little bit. Yeah. Well, sounds like you guys are just a bunch of fucking haters, because you guys can't power up, like, saying... Neither can you. Nope, but I got no problem with them being around. Yeah. Whoa, go, go, go. Yeah, like I said, I just think the whole we're constantly always stronger is just so, it's so dumb. Like I said, it's just. It's anime, though. It doesn't have to make sense. He wants us to explain the Saiyan bullshit biology. (laughs) We're explaining it. Like, and if it was one of these things where like, if Vegeta and Goku were special and that they could recover from fights, I'd be like, yeah, that's fucked up. But no, that show flat <laughs> out says it's everyone. All science. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like I said, it's just kind of... it. It's, Dragon Ball gets really uninteresting once you get into adult Goku. Because adult Goku is just, like I said, just comes down to, I'm just going to punch you harder yeah. and I'm going to... And then I'm going to train to punch you harder. And even when and he loses, the science, he wins. Yeah. And yeah. And then with the science, if th- when I get defeated, somehow that also makes me punch harder. <laughs> I, yeah. Like it's there is a version of Dragon Ball Z that is like just fucking Goku thrown into a volcano every 10 seconds, pounding a sensu bean to power train. Yeah. Like there are. There, yeah. There are on paper so many ways to abuse Saiyan biology to just boost that show's power level concept through the roof at an expedited rate. So and what you're saying do. is they are the anime version of power leveling. Yeah. But yeah, yes. Oh yeah. Munchkin. Oh yeah. Like And you know what? I welcome our new Saiyan overlords. I don't. Because <laughs> they're boring. And if it came down to it, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure person would would rip them into shreds because 
they actually use their brains and are powerful. So I guess also the more the story is, don't think about improving yourself. Stay baseline forever. Yeah. No, but <laughs> no. no, it is. It is improve yourself, guys. Because if you go and do something, you get better at it. You're just you're cheating biology. But, but the science, but the science, <laughs> but the science don't get better by training. They get better by just getting beaten into the ground. Like yeah, they perseverance makes you stronger, or makes you weak as a baby. As someone who broke a shoulder recently. By saying biology logic, my left arm should be stronger than it was prior to breaking it. It's not. So what you you should be doing is becoming a truck driver and challenging people to arm wrestling matches so you can impress your future son one day. But it it doesn't work that way. (laughs) It does not with that attitude. Yeah, biology says no. (laughs) I wish it does. I wish it did, but it doesn't. Yeah. In a well, certain sense, muscles, what, muscles you, do go like that, though. If you technically you rip muscles to make them stronger. Yes, a- Alex. I will. How about this? I will break your ankle, and if you feel as though your power level has gone up after that ankle recovers, <laughs> we'll sell this once and for all. But you have to let me break it. The tire iron. I'm just saying. The th- the theme is perseverance. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, persevere through your broken ankle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> We're not acknowledging your bad pun. Well, yeah. I'm going to acknowledge it, because if I persevere hard enough and throw the pun even harder, it'll get stronger. If you can't hear Alex anymore, because I cut off his audio in the podcast. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? No. Alex doesn't <laughs> no. talk on this podcast anymore. There is no more Alex on this podcast. He'll be back I, next I, week. I've been relinquished to the Shadow Realm with Jeff and the Matrix Online. I am going to cut all of your audio. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. Hopefully right. that clears it up for you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks what for I'm saying. Thank you for writing in. Thank you. Yeah, this was a fun little email. Yeah. I enjoyed this one. Like I said, you really could write us in almost in on anything, and we'll have fun with it. Yeah. Yep. Just if you haven't been, if you just joined the podcast not too long ago, remember we've also discussed topics. As uh, pop tarts are really dessert ravioli. Mm-hmm. I think that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one broke me. Star Trek's bro- uh, built on the back of slave labor. Um, yep. So, yeah, plenty of good topics we have, guys. We, we, Email we, us about anything. We don't shy away from things. No, I. Jeff is no longer here to do Jeff's dating advice columns, but if we want to bring that back, we totally can. <laughs> we'll be just as effective. We'll, we'll call Jeff and be like, hey, "No, we, we won't." We'll just pretend this. to be Jeff. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Hi, guys. Jeff does not speak. <laughs> I'm going to text Jeff to tell him to listen to this episode. <laughs> he probably already does, but sure. Uh, that's true. That's true. Hi, Jeff. I miss you. Uh, uh, should we close it out finally? I don't got anything important so. they want to say to... before we get the hell out of here. Uh, I think I fixed my streaming issues, so I'll probably Woo! be streaming again. I'm doing Mythic WoW stuff, and I'll probably going to try to do Apex Legends and maybe some more of the Division 2 private beta. If it's, well, it's I think over. it'll be gone by now. No, it's still but, running to the, the 11th, I believe. By the time this goes up, it's over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then, yeah, it'll be over. But, yeah, probably some Apex Legends. And then when Division 2 actually comes out, I'll, I'll do that because that looks pretty fun. So, oh, and you can find me on Mave Online, Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, Gaming, Facebook, Gaming, everywhere. I stream to all the platforms. Yeah, I I will be Nomad Har on, on Twitch. 
And I am Kraken Zero on social media, like Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, I haven't been doing too much streaming. I did stream some making some food the other night. Actually, I guess. All right. So that's the thing that happened. I did do a Lunar New Year party. And so I made a bunch of uh, some Korean food and some Japanese food for it. Um, and so, I mean, but I streamed making the food. So <laughs> that was the thing. But anyways. Cool. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, then. Who wants to close it out this week? I did it last week, so somebody else. All right, then. Cue the metal. Cue the metal.